this is Doug Stanhope, and you're listening to the Master Bastard Podcast, live from wherever the fuck you are. Bragging? Oops. <laughs> the best start ever. Oh, the song just wasn't right. You gotta leave this in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Master Bastard, the podcast with musical timing. My name's Sherwin. Ramtang. Welcome once again, guys, gentlemen, friends, family, here again. It's beautiful. Good to see you guys. How's it been? Getting hotter. Yeah, take off all your clothes. It is. I didn't say in her. How's that lawn mowing treating you there, Ramtang? I actually went up a level, went up a height today. Like RPG? No, just up like vertical height, so I'm not taking as much off. And uh, it was super easy today. Low high. Tree update. How's your tree doing? I got the seal, the tar seal on it, and. Any it's bugs? it's no still bugs? sad. Yeah, I don't see any bugs. The calf, the leaves are sort of wilty, but the re- it's, it's all. I, I, I am worried about the, the being a lightning rod, though. That's not close enough to really matter to me. Okay. okay. Unless it jumps. Yeah, you have all new electrical wiring and shit. You're good, man. Do you live near a church? Yeah, yeah, not too terribly far. I would say maybe can, uh, uh, a three wood. It can draw lightning from a pretty far way away. So. And we're back. The worst diehard. <laughs> Wasn't bad. Is Alan Rickman? It's the worst. Alan Rickman. I don't know the new one with the uh, with the sun. I haven't seen it. Pretty awful. Won't see it. Die Harder was pretty awful. Which Shia LaBeouf. Samuel L. No, that was awesome. With a vengeance. I liked. Die, yeah, Die Hard with a vengeance with Samuel L. Was it? Okay. That was great. Nah. I thought that was great with uh, Jeremy Irons. Awesome. Alan Rickman's was the first one. Yeah. yeah. Rickman. Who was in the second? One? Who was the bad guy in the second one? Fucking in you know in the Samuel L. Jackson. That's fucking. Hans Gruber's brother, you know, in number Jeremy three. Irons. No, he asked number two. You're yeah, talking about it, Alan Rickman. I got stuff. Uh, Tuna, uh, talk. Uh, Tuna, talk. Uh, I'll have what she's uh, having. Sweetie, uh, salute. Ladies and gentlemen, as we do all the time, we have a drink. We're not having absence, so no jingle. I'm having whiskey. I'm having whiskey. Whiskey. I'm having. Yeah, Get a drinking problem at home, folks. Ooh, could still taste the absinthe. Oof. It's got an aftertaste to it, but mm. overall, that's way, way better. Here's something from it. Looks like. What flavor of bubbly you got there, buddy? Oh, it's uh, blackberry. It's quite okay. Mmm. Uh, there's something from years ago. Snape Wives and Snapeism, a fiction-based religion within the Harry Potter fandom. Oh, sounds right up my alley. They're going to love it. Um, two uh, main features of the religion, Snapeism. The first feature is uh, its context within fandom and the negative reception it's received with the group of people, blah, blah, blah. I guess oh, these awesome. people, just these women, just imagine they're like uh, Severus Snape's wife or something. This is a long dissertation. Stuff. <laughs> you didn't read it. Did you read it? I thought it would just be a shitty summary and not an actual article from a fucking journal. 
classic so master bastard production value. Snape. Here, section two, understanding Snape wives and Snapeism. An intense heat washed through me as I felt being electrically charged and exploded. I cried, I moaned, I screamed, I howled my master's name as wave after wave and surge after surge hit and washed through me. I knew he was pleased as right after I felt him explode in me as well. That's uh, that's a Snape wife. Snapeist. Snape shooting hot magic loads in her cunny. Snapeist, snapers, starving, snaces, snapes. Snapeist, snapers. Basically, we are <laughs> Snapeists, followers of Sorry. Severus Snape. Snapeist. And since he has become our religion, Snapeism. I should really read this article because this is nuts. Yeah, this is trash. Wow. Wow. But he said Alan Rickman and that was actually on the right here on the top. Hey, Toro, you know any dirty jokes? Um, what did the... No, I don't. I really can't think of any off the top of my head. I have that book of dirty jokes from the 60s. When we grab that? I gave uh, Ramtang a book of dirty jokes. I don't know if you know one off the top of your head. It's not in the racist category of that book, which I assume there's some sneaking in there. Oh, no, they have they have it broken down by race. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> no, uh, let's see. Well, eh. Not really. Uh, yeah, okay, so there's... Uh, this this kid goes to his dad and he wants to know the difference between, um, you know, probable probability and, and realistically. So the father looks at him and goes, "Okay, tell you what, son, I'm gonna ask you a question. I want you to go ask the rest of your family. You come back, tell me, I'll give you the answer." So, would you sleep with Brad Pitt for a million dollars? So the little kid goes to his mom, "Mommy, would you sleep with Brad Pitt for a million dollars?" She goes, "Oh, geez, really? Uh, we could pay off the house and we could send you and your brother and sister to college. So yeah, I probably would." And he goes down the hall to his sister, and she goes, Brad Pitt, she's hot, fuck yeah, I would. And he goes to his brother, and his brother goes, oh man, Brad Pitt, I don't know, million dollars, though, I'd be rich, yeah. So he goes and tells his dad the results, his dad goes, well, as you see, you know, we have a probability of getting about three million dollars, but realistically, we have two sluts and a queer. <laughs> okay. Mm, <pretty> nice. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> that one's good. It's awful. <laughs> All right. What, so, what, yeah. what, what about you, chaps? You got a race—not a racist joke, but a uh, no. homophobic or all the joke? all the rest of mine are misogynistic. Nothing still terrible. But uh, speaking of, I'm not very good at remembering jokes. Yeah, I still I mean, just remember the jokes like, from when I was a child. I, I got one quick jokes. that's just dirty. It's not racist or anything. Like Freddy Fucker Faster. That was my favorite one when I was like in second grade. So a uh, guy's driving down the road as he's traveling through Georgia, and he sees a stand on the side of the road. Best peach stand in the world, it says on this homemade sign. It's like, ah, oh, sounds kind of nice. It pulls over and he wants a refreshing peach. Goes up to the uh, proprietor and uh, the guy says, you're lucky because this is the best peach stand in the whole world. I have every flavor imaginable of peach. They all look normal, but I've got every flavor possible. He goes, just try, try me. He goes, thanks about it for a second. He says, uh, what about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? He goes, well, that's a tough one. He goes, let me look. Is looking, finds a peach, walks back and gives it to him. He says, Try this one. Takes a bite and he says, Holy shit, that's that's grape jelly. And he goes, Oh, yeah, turn it over. Takes a bite and he goes, Fucking peanut butter. I can't believe it. A peanut butter and jelly <laughs> peach. And he, and he goes, Try me again. What else you got? And he's like, Well, looks around. There's not really any other people there. He says, What about one that, that tastes like pussy? And he goes, Well, uh, you know, I might have something. He goes and he looks and he goes and finds a peach and goes back and goes, tell you what, give this one a try. He takes a bite, instantly spits it out and goes, Jesus Christ, that tastes like shit. And he goes, ah, turn it over. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 
Yeah. I, I do have one. It's kind the of other, the other side tastes like pussy. The other side, one side he bit is the butthole, though. I get it. <laughs> get it. Right? Yeah. It's right? A, yeah. The okay. tell is the peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a farmer wakes up one morning to uh, a rap at his door, and there's a DEA agent uh, standing outside saying, uh, I have probable cause to search your property. And so farmer's like, yeah, I got nothing to hide, man, but just don't go back to that the, that back 40 there. Stay away from that. He's like, you see what this is? This is a badge. I can go anywhere and do anything I want. And so about 10 minutes later, he sees the guy running away, yelling, screaming, and then a giant bull charging after him, and the farmer just says, hey, show him your badge. <laughs> <laughs> Run down Jokes. the trample. <laughs> I like them. I like them. Jokes. Having fun, folks. You got Ooh. one? You're the only one. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? N-word. I guess I can't think of any of that. I have no idea. <laughs> that was like, I like how that was somehow more offensive than actually saying it. Exactly. <laughs> the stares I got from all three of you was shocked silence. I, I do want to say, though, just sort of break the mood. Um, I did want to commend you on how that uh, particular plant is looking right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually see the top growth, how there's three inches of new green growth on the very top? Of the one I'm looking at? Because that one looks like it's nearly dead. <laughs> yep, there is. It's actually, I was going to point that out to you, that it's, it's yeah, growing. You, you You're going to point that out as a success story? Yeah, it's gonna, soon it'll have the, soon it'll, it'll be like the other ones. It's not my fault. I see that thing once every two weeks. And it doesn't look any more impressive than the first time I saw Here's it. Here's the dead log I planted. <laughs> Here's a stick. I put in some dirt. I'm gonna put it in my fucking basement. See, it's, it's green. It's fur day. What about all the the desiccated fucking cabbage that's falling off of it with rot? What about all that? That's old. That's what it always does. <laughs> That's what I'm talking I, about. I, th- I got this plant for a discount. It was on the discount rack at Lowe's. It was like why? Six, like six bucks for, for it. Was like why was it on discount? And I, I separated understand. them into three, and I like it like that. And then soon it'll, that one will have a big one on top here. It's gonna it's gonna all work out. You just gotta be patient. You have no patience. Like oh my dog got a cold. I better stomp on it. <laughs> That's not something that got a cold. That's <laughs> something that died, and then you paid money for it. No, it didn't. It, it, <laughs> That's what happened. It, it, before uh, that, it actually had some green on, more green on top when I bought it. I didn't buy it as a dead stick. You're pointing that out as a, as a success story? That's growing back. You'll see it in a couple months here when, that, when the top of that Yeah, well, I mean, why don't we just big. make that the podcast thumbnail and let the public decide whether or not that's a successful happy You point. have to put something for scale, though. Like a nickel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite happy with it. I'm patient with plants. I'm liking it. Some are, some are doing good. Some are dead. Like that. I can't. I don't know if this. A normal plant would be like a dinner plate. Like the one next to it, you'd have to use a dinner plate for scale. But hmm. Hmm. it's fun having hobbies rather than just crying alone. I I cry alone whenever I get alone time because I don't get a lot of alone time. Yeah, it's like oh, tears gotcha. of joy yeah. for you, man. Young man, a, fe- a parancing dog, and I love it. Where, where do you go to just fucking relax if nobody's in the house? Oh, if no one's in the house, <coughs> I'll, wherever I roam. Just nude, just wherever. wandering? Yeah, yeah I, you know, fucking A. Falls Fuck out. Just making it happen, man. It's my house. I'll sit wherever the fuck I want. If I'm, am I naked? Doesn't matter. It's true. It's, it's true. my couch. 
don't know. It's, it's nice. I like to go to the basement, and then uh, that's usually where I go high, and then after everybody goes to bed, then I get high in the bottom living room where the TV is. Works out pretty ugly Meth, for everybody. Marijuana? Cheddar cheese? Mary Jane? It's legal shit, okay. man. Okay. Illinois, Illinois is set to be the 11th state to legalize recreational marijuana. Oh, boy. Yeah. They all, didn't Chicago uh, decriminalize mushrooms? mushrooms, too? Some place Some did place mushrooms. Did. Uh, was it Oakland? It was, like, it was like somewhere in California did, too, didn't they? Mushroom uh, decriminalization. I just know I'm not, and I'm not trying to rub it in. But when I wake up in the morning and I know I'm short on pot and I'm taking a shit, I place an order, I get dressed, I on my way to work, I go pick up my order. I'm there for three minutes, cash in hand, exchange for pot. I go to work, work eight hours, go home. It's amazing. Yeah, it is a very casual transaction. Anytime you go into an actual store, and you're bartenders, like, bro. Here's like, uh, yeah, there's like the, the the place I've been in. They're like, hey, we've got. Uh, about somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30 different varieties. And then every kind of exterior product that you could want in any quantity. Well, not any quantity. There's restrictions. But, like, if you're into the concentrates, man, you could buy a bunch of that shit. Yeah. Because it's it's still, they don't have the amounts. It's by gram. And it's like, the gram is like crazy amount of fucking really Oil. high fucking yeah, potency pot. So it still counts as, I think, regular... Weird. I can only imagine somebody have a jar of like shatter or something in their house. That'd be just ugh. just remember like back in the day though, all the time that we spent waiting, like in high school. Oh, waiting for a we guy in a parking lot. Waiting in a parking lot. On the outskirts of Albertsons. Meet me there. <laughs> People you would not know if not for that reason. Right. Mm-hmm. And Wait. that's the only reason you talk to them? Yeah, it's either a shady exchange in a parking lot of a, of a shopping center or having to smoke the guy up with the weed you just bought in his apartment. Yeah, if he comes to you, it's like, yeah, we get it delivered. It's, no, he's hanging out. You can smoke me up. It's like, hey, how about I just exchange this for money and you leave? Oh, really? What game are you playing? <laughs> Nothing, actually. We've all got classes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's awful. I, I tweeted about it once. It was uh, Since it's gone... Uh, legal there's a whole lot fewer hippies that i know and that's not a bad thing uh the the tweet that i read the other day that made me laugh really hard if i think it was, i assume it would be you was if uh if a uh person with uh, uh special needs is shows up late for classes it's okay to call them tardy yeah that was me, <laughs> uh, that was me and uh, yeah it's uh you know you want to dance around uh, sensitive subjects these days and so I wonder, because I was called tardy plenty of times, but I imagine if it would be different if I showed up in the short bus, I probably wouldn't have a heart to call you that. Or if they did, yeah, if if somebody they, heard. No, they'd call the bus driver. There's a drool cup. Yeah. Drool cup? Is this like a colloquial <laughs> term for a tardo in your youth? <laughs> Is tardo a colloquial term for yeah. you? <laughs> Sounds like a character on Mario. What kind of what kind of weapon would it have? It's not a hammer or a boomerang. What kind of weapon? whatever he drifts in Mario Kart, yeah. the the little spit cup just yep. drifts out on the, the boomerang inertia. Oh, we're going. You can home. like sit in the cup like the overturned baseball cups to get ice cream in. <laughs> <laughs> little t- tiny hat, <laughs> tiny helmet, little tiny hat. Yeah, the ice cream helmet. Oh, retarded. I got this tiny hat from Tiny Hats. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, we so had, I touched your balls today. We've had oh, really? Did you guys have a uh, intimate encounter today? Men, 
With what? He says he touched you in an intimate I way. Oh, I rolled my chair over to talk shit about some coworker or something, or say something just idiotic. And you let your guard down and like I a was fool. Like in my chair, just like I am now, you know, just like sitting normally. Spread eagle. He slid his hands right under my balls, just right between my legs. So you're man spread. <laughs> yeah. So he made contact with definitely both of my testicles in my uh, in my uh, sitting in my office. Did you chair. recoil or did you just laugh and giggle? I went, oh, you got both of them. <laughs> <laughs> did he pull away immediately or did he linger? It was this. We'll explain it for the audience. I did it again. Just <laughs> in and out. Quick in and out, man. It was, yeah. uh, it was, the hand's coming. Underneath the balls, it's gone. It was just uh, touch and release? <laughs> yeah, catch and release. It was enough to go, oh, like a trout. hey, okay. Touch and release. <laughs> he, so he filled the license and then he backed off like a, like a good angler. <laughs> I'll roll back into my cubicle. Slightly molested. Caught my limit. <laughs> Two. Well, no, you did the test. You're like, yep, you got them both there. Yep. <laughs> Huh, how'd that feel for you? Did, did they stay a little bouncy? It was fingertip. I really, your pants were so tight, though, I really didn't feel <laughs> much. Yielding? Know, I, would I he like say yielding? Or no, or was it uh, the, the res- I resistance? I really didn't feel much testicle. There was okay. more pants than anything. It just kind of slid under the pants. And What's the environment like? Were we talking cold? Uh, were you humid that day? I'm always cold. He's always hot. So uh, yeah. together we make the perfect I probably heated him up a little bit. temperature man. We're, we're, the, we're, the, we're the little bear's porridge when we put it together. Just like the two of you can make like a perpetual motion machine. I exactly. did take the back scratcher today to your ball sack for a little bit. Did you? Oh, you hit me with it a couple. Our ba- our manager stands up and turns around and is talking to us. And I'm standing next to Chasworth's cube. He grabs his uh, bamboo back scratcher and starts tapping my balls with it. <laughs> and he's like, hey, that's oh, that's nice. Thank you. My, then our boss uh, laughs. And there, and there you have it. <laughs> Casual work environment. I go back to mashing. But you have a casual-ass work environment, too. I don't. Yeah, so casual. My work environment is not that casual. It shouldn't be that casual. There's probably somebody walked by and probably was like, okay. No, it's so casual that this this lady cooks two fucking chicken legs, raw chicken legs in the microwave for like six and a half minutes. Who cooks raw poultry in a microwave? That's what I'm saying. This isn't 1981. That was the, oh, one of the yeah. selling points back, you, you know, can. 40 it'll, years ago. It'll be the driest piece of chicken you ever tried to put in your mouth. The oh, yeah, palest, sorry, driest. Um, it pops. Should right. you do that? No, it, it pops. Did the and bone break? Did... I don't know, but all, all I do know is whoever opened it up next says, Jesus fucking Christ, what happened? And I went and looked, and it looked like the inside of the microwave was like... Had leprosy, like it was, yeah, it was like melting just because this poultry juice like would pop and then like chicken skin and cook hard. Yeah, that's 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 when you say what a cunt. And and no, and I did, and I and I goes, who the fuck does that? And she comes by and sits down and just douses them in ketchup and starts going to. I was I was like, if you need protein that bad, get a can of fucking Alpo and eat it in a corner. (laughs) Jesus Christ! And I I was going off, and I had other coworkers laughing, but at the same time, I was like. I realized my door was open to the to the uh, common room, and then on the other side of the common room was there is her room. Some people only only understand it through that kind of embarrassment. But this is the same person who we had to put not one or two, but four signs up in that common area at the sink. Put your dishes away. Your mom isn't here. That was the first one. Hey, you know, once you treat this place with respect and put your shit away. Yeah, at our our place, it was uh, if your shit is left. In the fridge over the weekend, they just throw it all away. <laughs> like dishes, whatever, throw it away. Were you in charge of that uh, passive-aggressive note, that first one? Of Your mom wasn't here to do your dishes. No, but I know the guy who was, and he was he was like the other man's man who's no longer there anymore, so it sucks because 
I used to be able to go and be like, hey man, let's talk about motors. And he'd be like, cool bro, motors. And then we'd talk about motors for five minutes and I was like, okay, I feel like a man. And now I walk around that office and I'm just like, so I'm like, I'm like a baby fawn lost so in a it, dark forest. I can't see any, any men. In a previous life for me, when I was at, uh, at the the, pre- the last job I was at before that, where I was like supervising a bunch of weirdos, um, we had a the director, the guy that Tardos. was running the place. He was uh, he was a real asshole and like really high strung and stressed out all the time. And uh, they, we used to do a pancake day. I used to have my happy ass used to have to go help cook pancakes. Pancake day. <laughs> yeah. So, but we had a we had a, po- a place of like. Uh, you know, 400 to 500 people there at any given time. Oh, okay. Holy fuck. And, and so you would do it in shifts, and I'd have to go do I hated doing this, but one of the girls that was on my team, who was, I think, maybe autistic. She was really smart, but really <laughs> kind of, she was bad. She had social problems. But she sent an email to our, or she, to our director to asking him if he had any uh, gluten, if they would add a gluten-free option. option to the breakfast that they did every Tuesday. Uh, he replied by copying the entire site <laughs> and saying, because I received this email and complaint, I, I've been notified that I will have to comply and we don't have the money to do that, so we're canceling breakfast because of this email. Whoa, shame, <laughs> everyone. shame. He doesn't just do this. He prints these. He prints the email out and puts it up on the walls around the place. <laughs> <laughs> this dude like five foot two, shortish. Uh, it had a slick back, black hair. Uh, he. The thing is, he got hired just as like an entry level position, and then in out of necessity, he kept getting promoted early on when, when this building just got opened. Yeah, and uh, so he got ended up in the top position, and he didn't know what the fuck he was doing, and so he was constantly being hammered by like regional people and stuff. And he was totally stressed out. Out of his league. First time I met him, I was hired there as a supervisor. I was one of the first three people there that was hired at a management position rather than promoted from entry level. Like all the rest of them. It was horrible. And the first time I met him, we went in a room talking about what was going on with everything. And they're doing their presentation in a room. And the director comes in, stands there for a couple minutes and fuming. And then stops everybody and just says, this, we, we, this shit has to turn around right now. And when he's walking out, slams the door and breaks the window on the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what in the fuck? Oh. I told the guy I was sitting next to that I knew, that worked in the same area as me, got hired around the same time. I said, I want to go in there and quit just to see the look on his face right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would make me laugh. I wanted to so bad. But I needed that job. So I stayed for a, Growing like, up shit. a year and a half and then bailed as soon as my line of business got absorbed. You were a champion at some point, weren't you? That was, was a that previous Quality job. champion. Oh, okay. that, was the, that was my job was quality champion. <laughs> <laughs> I used to tell... I was, you know, I'm a huge dude. It says it with a I would smile. tell everybody, I was like, <laughs> the only way somebody else can become champion is to defeat me in physical combat. So like... <laughs> But of course, that's, every single one of them was like a five foot two female, so it wasn't really a. Well, we had nobody's a, taking this. We had a safety, a safety mandatory safety meeting in the office, and we were all sitting in the conference room, and and it got to the point of like, well, there is an active shooter thing. We'll probably have you guys rewatch that thing we had you watch last year just to say that we did it. 
And I was like, oh. Yeah, was, we have to do them every year, too. And I was like, look. And they were like, well, should we be locking the doors? Should we keep the doors locked? I was like, look. When I walk around the office, I'm the last one there 90% of the time. And I do my perimeter walk 10 minutes before I get off, make sure everything's I've locked. I've got the little urban pal. I, well, not. Yes. No, I didn't say that. But I was like, I'm just waiting to catch a motherfucker. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Like, like, that would give me pleasure. But at the same time, there's 40, 50 laptops laying around that. You know, somebody, the last person out besides me, because I don't know, I'm in the very back, you leave the door unlocked, how is that my responsibility? So now every every door is locked all day long now, and I fucking forgot, so I had like two hands full of fucking <laughs> shit, and I'm like walking. Elbowing into a door. Walking, like... <laughs> yeah, I'd go up, and I'd, I'd, my fucking fingers slipped off the door, and I was trying to pull it open, I was like, motherfuck, oh shit. I had to open the. I had to unlock the door to get in. Oh yeah, I yelled at somebody about this. Yeah, because you got you. Uh, the, the two of you guys probably get some pretty uh, intense security type videos you have to watch every year. Right? Oh yeah, we have, there's several security there's videos four we have to watch. We also have uh, doors on our security doors when you come into the building. They go the glass panels. They go shoot, shoot. When you uh, scan your bag. So you yeah. just pretend you work at the Starfleet Academy. Yeah, I do every time. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we we have to do uh, these these long series of tests and videos we have to watch for fucking every single year to re qualify because uh, oh, for HIPAA, I work Robert for too. well I work for a hospital so yeah. we have all of the HIPAA based stuff we also have how to handle dangerous chemicals and drugs oh. how to handle fucking bodily do you fluids guys, do you have to do because the it's MDS a sheet? do you have to know the MDS sheet uh, no we don't need to know the sheets because that's all separate for okay. uh, people that your job description based gotcha. but we they just everybody no matter if you're a janitor there they have to do all of this handling hazardous materials and shit which I never will come in contact with I work in an office building I don't work anywhere near that Lemon Pledge man but we also have a lot of really crazy Lemon Pledge the hospitals are like the number one place for like workplace violence because everybody's like dying and fucking being told that they owe billions of dollars in medical care and it's horrible the worst moments of everyone's lives and you, they get they go crazy and a lot get of all these, yeah it, it happens a lot in hospitals so we have all of these how to deal with an active shooter or you know <coughs> from an aggressive person all of the different I don't even know them but there's codes that the yeah, hospital like the uses codes, to yeah. notice like if there's somebody on campus child missing all of these like codes we're yeah, supposed code to bank, know yeah. blue, stuff like that, right? I only learn it for the five minutes that I'm taking screenshots of the fucking training material that I'm allowed to take from my fucking laptop Should take all these screenshots and then refer to them as I fucking fill out the test at the end open book baby but I have those are all due by the end of this goddamn month and I have no fucking time to do them and it's so infuriating I'm gonna have yeah, to take my shit do it when you get home tonight no I don't have my laptop I, I leave that shit home unless I have a damn good reason to take it yeah. we have multiple required classes we have to take every year all these different kind of like security measures and how to deal with digital security is it online classes security. or are these like trainer online we used to have everything used to be physical trainers I haven't had to go to a physical training class god it's been years Yeah. yeah. so I used to teach at a least bunch from of them, the, the... and then they recorded me doing a, a PowerPoint presentation and there's a video online of me voicing over this entire thing. And they had like four or five videos of the classes I used to physically teach multiple times a quarter. And now it's like, oh, I don't, I haven't done that in years. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, we have literally one trainer that works at our building. One. It's the same thing that I've seen every, over the years, I've just seen uh, training and HR staff sort of disappear. Yeah. To where now everything is a phone call and fucking email. Like that's all you really get, and then it's all online based and chat based. That's like all you get. IT is even that way halfway. 
Like, you, so much of that shit is just filing tickets and them doing stuff in the back end, and you don't even ever meet them. They never come to the site. One, we always have to take it. It's remote in and fix shit. We have to do a risk incident. If, uh, hey, if there's some reason that somebody might sue us, uh, talk to these people. And it's like a half hour thing you have to deal with. I think the lady still physically teaches it, but you can also take she the does. online class. Now. I took that physical class this year. In my I've last job... Take, you take physical classes sometimes, don't you? I haven't done, I can't, I haven't done one in yeah. so long. I can't think of the last time I went to one. At my last job, we had a suicide protocol because our job was to uh, authorize overrides on early refills of scheduled drugs that are like fucking hardcore painkillers that people are trying to get a refill on when they, they... Oh, for the third time this year, you lost your fucking prescription, did you? Yeah, I'm sure sure that you did. You're not either selling it or using it like crazy. Like that's always what it is. And they, they're absolutely the ones that are using. We had we end up with uh, we had a whole suicide threat protocol that we had to follow because it happened a lot. Once a week, we'd get somebody that threatened suicide and retaliation for a refusal to fill a prescription. Oh wow! For so it was always like you don't say anything new. You keep them on the phone. You talk to them. You have like a de-escalation procedure and then a whole online uh, tracing of the pharmacy notice to a fucking police department to go see this person and yeah, ask, hey, how's police it going? and fucking medical to go to the place. Well, when I worked at a Mexican restaurant in college, we had to make guacamole at the table and it was a pain in the ass. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. That is, that's not a little thing. Because uh, that that that's that's kind of a nightmare for me. Yeah, what is your sucks. worst story about having to prepare food at the table? It was the guacamole, and it was the owner of the restaurant going, "Gringos don't do it well. They don't do it right. They can get out of the way. Let me do it for you." See the gringos, they never do it good. So well, coming ta- and taking ta- over for gringos. you. He's talking to a bunch of white people, and he's like, <laughs> "The super shoving you out." I hated life. that place. So the, uh, they were all the all. The, I've never had a problem with like you know <laughs> Mexican people. In so any you're other saying kind of you started doing it, and then he- everybody there was mean to me. <laughs> Like all the Mexican guys that work there, like they gringo and make fun of me. It's like, I don't. I'm, it's college job. I don't so are know you why saying that happened. you would uh, you'd be preparing and he would interrupt your performance to take over and declare that you're incompetent and then yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was that is emasculating. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm doing a good job here. I want to get a good tip and like right. I'm the owner of the restaurant. I'm going to show off because I'm here for five minutes this week. Get out of the way, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's a fucking idiot. Let me show you how it's done right. I rub it, then I look at your wife's breasts. I hated that guy. When, Didn't work there very long. Yeah, when that German lady was like, oh, I love Vamtang, Vamtang, you need to pick, you need to use the place setting before you, like, made me use the silverware tray. It wasn't even my section. I bust four tables, set them up with silverware napkins because there's a line out the door. Not even my section, and I got yelled at. And she made me pick up all those place settings and put them on the tray and then replace every piece of silverware down one at a time. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and that was when I, I threw the silverware tray on the bar and took the apron off and looked at her son who was managing, threw the apron at him, and I'm like, your mom's a bitch. I quit. It was great. Yeah, I, I, I worked for what was essentially likely a fucking a Nazi version of Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> just without the fucking sense of humor. Or accolades, right? Or no, yeah, accolades. <laughs> yeah, he had very high accolades. He was a very good chef. Man, car go! We've talked about this like 20 times in the podcast. Yeah, it's just awful, though. Have I just... talked about how she led me by my ear back to make strudel? Nope. It's kind of hot. She was German. She grabbed me by the ear in front of like three staff members. It took me to the back prep area and made me make fucking three strudels because I didn't burn the butter enough. Burn that butter, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, to make it sugary and... Oh, yeah, caramelized. Yeah. 
Once they were, she fucking watched. She was, she just lorded over me the entire time. And then once they were all done, she grabbed them, put them in her car, and fucking took them down to the other restaurant. Like you bitch. So I had to make three more on top of all that. So what? Uh, well, you worked a lot in kitchens. Yeah. What's the worst kitchen in- injury that you've ever seen? Oh, hmm. I watched a guy. He was a big dough roller, and he had his wedding ring on, and he was putting the dough through the roller. Oh, he wasn't his, a big dough roller, like a big fat guy. He was using a dough roller. And smashed the wedding ring. Over on, his finger? Over his finger, and then when he pulled it out, all the skin sloughed off. Ooh. The, uh, oh, he skeleton his finger. finger. Mm-hmm. Skeleton finger. Yeah. Uh, I also watched two fingers get lopped off when somebody was doing pineapple, big pineapple chunks. Just shink. Two fingers just went flying. Yeah. Two years working in a kitchen, and I saw a bunch of people cut themselves, stab themselves, burn themselves. Uh, I saw one girl put a f- uh, her cook or uh, cutting meat on a deli slicer and got her thumb right down the middle. Oh! Sliced her get right down Ooh, the middle God. of her fucking uh, thumbnail. These big, she was yeah. cutting big old slices. Yeah. Got herself. Oh, I'm the worst thing I ever saw was a kid was up on a bucket like he put sheet trays over the fryer. It was still on, and he was cleaning the hoods. And one of the sheet trays. Why were you doing that when it was going? I don't know. This fucking kid was an idiot. And he fell into the fucking fryer. And when he came out, he took his shoe off. And you could just see, as soon as he took his sock off, skin just attached to the sock. It, just, it was third degree burns immediately, man. Like he was uh, bleeding from him. Just fucking I saw, boiling uh, Ambulance fat. immediately. Awful. I saw two coworkers get taken out on stretchers from heart attacks over the last 10 years or 12 years. Oh, working in offices? Yeah. Well, only two, I guess. That's pretty good. I, I, I took a fucking uh, guy that I was a supervisor for to fucking <laughs> the hospital one time. Homeless Joe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was Wonder what he's up to guy. these days or he's if he's dead. up to anything. You know he's dead. I've seen five seizures. He got his ass kicked twice. <laughs> fucking got a dog eat half his face off. Oh, that's awful. All while no, he was working there. Guy, yeah. Awful. <laughs> Wasn't he baby? People, that's a throwback reference. This this happened in real time during this podcast. He was baby right. daddying for a girl, too, while that happened, wasn't he? Yeah, it? well, he was he was at somebody's house. I don't know if he was babysitting the house. I forget what it was. No, baby he was daddying. there. Oh, yeah, he was trying to be with this girl. Yeah. And then uh, it was her dog that bit his face while he's sitting on the ground and just grabbed his face, and he said he had a tug of war with his face with a fucking dog. I think it was a Rottweiler. Uh-huh. And he just was covered in stitches for months and had this whole lawsuit Always thing going. Wet. <laughs> he he started he fucking sued her and had lost all relation to her, was then dealing with a lawyer trying to get money, living on the streets, and ends up missing a bunch of meetings, failing to produce evidence, and the whole thing got fell apart. <laughs> he's been telling everybody for months about the millions of dollars he's gonna make, which he never was gonna make. No, maybe ten grand, twenty grand. Just fail after fail after fail. I bet you he's. Should we try to Google his name? No. And then there's the lady that self-immolated that I worked with. Well, I was still uh, yeah, just out of college. Yeah, in the car, right? Got in the car, set herself on fire in her car. That's took a her good kids, place. Took, her, to took her, her kids to the fire. fucking daycare. Drove up the street, fucking doused herself in gasoline and started herself on fire in her car. And she lived, right? Nope. She was in the car and. Uh, uh, the story was a dude was walking down the street and saw her on fire in her car and thought it was like a wreck, a hor- something horrible happened. Ran up and opened up her car door and tried to yank her out and she was fighting him, kicking at him and fighting with him. 
and then she just stayed in her car. They, they, the ambulance was called. Everything they came, I think they put her out, but she went to the hospital and died that night. Yeah, I, she, she didn't sat die in, a, in the car. No, she no, sat she in. She sat in a fuck in a cubicle, probably six people away from me. <coughs> wow. For maybe three or four months, not, not <laughs> a long time. But she, the thing I remember about her, she uh, dressed like a like a Mormon sister wife or something. Like she had like all, all her dresses were like down to her ankles and stuff, and she was sort of older and very well yeah. kept together. It's called class. Sister wife fashion, the fucking less revealing, the sexier. And I never more found the imagination. Out the, I found bro. out the whole story there, but there's got to be a crazy story that leads to a mom dropping off her kids at daycare and starting to rock hard. Have you guys ever had to put a leather strap in somebody's mouth because they're having a seizure? Put a strap on Yeah, I, had a, I, have, I have a great seizure stories from when I was a child. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. My mom had fucking mama. brain surgery when I was six years old yeah. over horrifying surgery or seizure that she <laughs> bit her tongue off. Oh. Bit her tongue in half. It's awesome. I was trying to make it light. I know. It was just a... That's, Three that's times trigger. the same dude from up in, up in New York. We called him Chaps. Bald as hell. At work? Yeah, he wore a hat and had chops. And we all thought he had a full head of hair, but when he had a seizure, so his chops were fucking flying off. Like, holy shit, he's bald. Oh, <laughs> There's some dudes that always wear hats that, you know. You just really don't know. And then when you see it, you're like, damn. But this dude, this dude had been working at like two jobs and was dehydrated as fuck. And he fell over from sleep exhaustion and hit his head on the grill Oof. and started seizing. Out of nowhere, just fucking puke flying out of his mouth and shit. It's <laughs> and, bad. So, like, somebody grabbed one arm, I grabbed the other arm, and took off my belt and fucking put it in his mouth and kind of leaned him to the side, just held him there. They'll actively fight you in that yeah, state, I had to too. hold him there. Like, not just flailing, but, like, actually push back and mm-hmm. fight and pull hands away. I want to have this seizure! Yeah, and he had, he had <laughs> serious nails on him, so I just remember getting scratched the fuck on my neck and my arms and shit. Only a uh, seizure I ever witnessed was in high school when uh, Frenchie McFacial uh, Hair... Uh, was washing a exacto blade in art class in the sink and sliced his finger open, saw the blood, tipped straight backwards, like unstraight legged, knocked his head on the ground and just started a jelly bean jumping around, you know? And I uh, looked at him, looked over at the art teacher, and it's like, Mr. <laughs> uh, and I pointed the ground and uh, one of the, both two of the football coaches ran over and dealt with him. But I was uh, right next to him because I was waiting to use the sink behind him and he just. You did nothing. Uh, I got the teacher's attention. What else am I supposed to do? I'm fucking in high school. I saw one in high school. It one was, of the weird uh, kids is having just all twitchy, twitchy. Yeah, I don't want to touch him. That one, uh, that one kid. That I don't want to touch him. You. Conscious. Anybody yeah. remember that one kid that stayed with Kaidel? Uh Sweet beef jerky. Remember? And he was like they were the cool, but he was like a total street dude. Uh-uh. He was at the school, and I watched him uh, punch a big. Loner dude that I don't even remember his name, but we called Crotch Rot. So there, <laughs> and, he, and he punched him right in the jaw, right in front of everybody, and he just went into a straight seizure, just knocked him in a seizure right into him. Like everybody who's all like acted tough all the time. It was like I don't know where he was from, but Kydell, yeah, like Kydell? his it was like his family like fostered a kid or something. Like, do you remember I, this guy? Kind of that slightly rings. Kind of like a, he's kind of like a street dude. You could tell he wasn't like. He's, yeah, they, did he uh, they, eat a cigarette butt? I don't know, man. And the parents didn't really have them. enough trouble with both of their uh, almost adult sons, so they threw a third one in the mix. Yeah, and this was like, and I just remember, I don't think he stayed there real long, but 
That, yeah, I just remember that. Him just decking the dude. Because he was always acting all tough and everything. And then like somebody talked back to him and he just decked him in front of everybody. <laughs> yes, I remember there being a troubled child in the household. Never met the kid, I don't think. Yeah, just watch that. I was like, wow, that's the first time I've seen a dude get punched into a seizure. Hansel, would you please grab me a beer from the Miami Frage? Beer time, folks. All of it. Oh, thank you. Clandestine. Clandestine Maplethorpe. <laughs> Body. That's like the crotch that, you know, the unexpected crotch. Indeed. Indeed. What about in basketball? Do you guys ever see somebody land real bad and bounce their head off the fucking concrete? I'm sure you both have. The, or like off of a court like that's the worst dude when you're playing and somebody slips and that sound a head makes bouncing off of a fucking basketball court is pretty brutal I remember the crack uh, when my double ankle fracture <laughs> like hearing it under the floorboards echo that was a good one and then and the coach like oh it's already swollen up it's just a sprain let's walk it off <laughs> so I walked with a double fracture to the nurse's office from the gymnasium mm, Jesus Christ yeah, that was a good one <sighs> Yeah, that's, that shit's awful. People well, get really bad injuries. It's just awful. The only thing I compare it to is like every time I watch Misery in the hobbling scene, that initial... Moving to the side. That pop crack. That was like, I lived it. It's oh. like the uh, Anderson Silva checked fucking leg kick that he threw. Oh, God, so bad. He gave him the, basically the fucking... Sh- the front part of his knee is what he gave him for the fucking check. And he just... Like the lower third of his whole leg just wrapped around the guy's fucking... <laughs> calf. This was Anderson Silva? Yeah. Chris Weidman, first time he fought him, just tried to kick super hard and Weidman turned and checked and broke his leg bad. And then uh, Weidman hit him with a left while he was trying to dance around. Well, no, that was the rematch. The rematch after, because they said it was a fluke because he just broke his leg. It was not like he got his ass kicked. And then then that one, he ended up doing this whole, like, I'm I'm hurt dance and then then got tag-tagged, got one one dude and dropped on the floor and lost to Chris Wyman yeah, again in the rematch. High school, my uh, junior year, I was in track and we were playing flag football one day with the coaches. We're all having fun. Ha 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 ha. And then one of the coaches falls down and breaks his arm. <laughs> Did he like try to catch himself? Is that what it was? Like, yeah. yeah that's to... almost always what it is. You see that in fights too. And there right? he is running, holding his arm. He's all floppy. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Guys trying to catch themselves from being taken down. You see a oh, lot of yeah. arm plant fucking broken arms in, in like MMA and That's shit. That's why I try it's to like, catch them when I slip with my face. Like the dude yeah. lost his four front teeth last this weekend. Well, the last oh. time I broke anything was, you know, I rolled my ankle and then, you know, naturally at full speed fell over and broke my fall. Mm. And I'm like, God, my ankle, my ankle, my ankle. And, you know, I was like, see, I was 17. I was like six beers deep at an open gym at the high school. And they had to call my mom to come pick me up. You're like, God damn it. So no, I was problems. like, no, something fucking, my, my ankle's fucked up. And I remember hobbling out to the car and then reaching out my left hand to open the car door. And then, like, I couldn't. And I realized that I had a broken wrist. But motherfucker. Mm. Then my then my ankle didn't hurt so bad no more. Yeah. <laughs> the wrist like was that, excruciating. Good. That, that kid with the uh, raced motorcycles. You know, crazy eye. Yeah. <laughs> As you called him, I think. <laughs> Everybody. When he when he broke his arm, holy shit, that was bad, dude. Because he broke the uh, he broke the electron, he broke the cur the hook at the end of your fucking uh, elbow, Shattered. completely off, broke yeah. off, and then got a spiral fracture up the humerus. Mm. So he had like something like two and a half feet of wire holding the bones together to heal, and he had like three parts of his arm where he had wires poking through the skin, like 
looked like a zit and it's like poking up the top of his skin and it's a wire until he Tough got all kid, that shit man. screws all that shit dude. tough kid he was he also fucking drove himself to the fucking hospital like <laughs> one armed yeah with a truck I remember he was like this for a long time wasn't he with yeah the... he had his arm out in, yeah. in a cast tiny dude yeah with 105 pounds soaking wet not even no I don't think he was three digits dude <laughs> you don't think he hit three Maybe now he might be like a buck he could have ten. Raced like 50 he's got a bikes. he's got a dad bod at 112 pounds. What keyboard off are we talking about? Uh, he lived up the uh, up above the Cadillac Ranch. Drove a the red truck, a big red truck, and it, oh, went, it went into Steve's market. Sweet baby biscuit tits. Yeah. Race motorcycles. He all was, over he was a, a Satanist and a warlock. Dude, I used right? to go watch him race. I, I saw him race at uh, the Denver Coliseum. Hmm. Like, legitimately, he fucking did a lot. Went all over the place fucking raising. Like, he's way more active. And all he got, like, actual winnings, and they set them aside for him. We spent them all on mushrooms and liquor. Yep. Like, he was the host of so many fucking That's crazy drug and alcohol fest. Remember how fucking our, our weight teacher was just all over his cock, too? Because he could... He would run a mile in, like, the, the fastest time. Yeah, yeah. How those... Those motocross kids are just some of the best athletes ever. Yeah, he's he was just the wiriest kid I've ever fucking seen in my life. Hi. Not the best athlete I knew. The best athlete we knew was the wrestler. Oh, yeah. That guy fucking... I saw him beat up dudes three times his size. Wet. Penises, penises, one, two, three. How many penises dicks I need? Penises, penises, four, five, six. I like to taste a salty dicks. Penises, penises, seven, eight, nine. Sitting on penises, you're as fine as the cattle man. Chad, it's cattle man. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. That was uh, intense. Got something to tell us? Uh, I'm coming <laughs> You're all eyes on Chapsworth. Okay. <laughs> I'm finally gay. <laughs> coming out, my pussy smells like someone farted. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, here's something that's been on here forever. It's the male affection, a photo history of male affection. The bosom buddies, yeah. It's just a bunch of pictures of, like, uh, early 19th, late 18th century Was this, like, a socially acceptable totally. kind of pose that they would do? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, this is a artofmanliness.com. The history of male friendship? What is that? A post on the history of male friendship. Is that a fucking website or a blog or a publication? What is that? Where? It's a hyperlink. Scroll. Oh. Oh. I'm assuming it's another page on artofmanliness.com. Yep. The oh, history okay. of nature of man friendships. This is weird. Okay, let's go back to this one. The history of nature of man friendships. <laughs> friends. From the Civil War through the Bromance. 1920s, it was very common for male friends to visit a photographer's studio together to have a portrait done as a memento of their love and loyalty. So here's... Oh, these guys are... They're just yeah, that's touching. Hands. Crossed hands, hands. Did they add blush? Is that what's going Absolutely. on? Absolutely. It's a black and white photo with red cheeks. Rouge. That's not that bad. That's like a normal hanging out with chaps. Where so you can only do that there. pose if both of you are also <laughs> holding pistols. Elbow on the, some, a friend's shoulder, your hand on his knee, but your leg is crossed over their leg. That's only acceptable if they're both holding pistols. Oh, that would look pretty hot. See it. Top or in a blizzard. Oh, he's got just arm over that's shoulder. The, that, that that's just friendship. That is really the history hat. of male friendship. That hand is in the and crotch. That's, that is one <laughs> hell of a top hat. There's a guy with an Abe Lincoln impersonation. Yeah, he's even got the chin beard without a mustache. Yeah, he's got that. He's got that four score beard. The stove, stove. There we are. 
Okay, crossed crossed legs, crossed arms, sitting on partly on each other's laps with They're huge ready for mustaches. An exploratory fondle. Yeah, that's some that's some uh, that's some legit fucking uh, broke back stuff right there. Man, oh, legs spread. That's just casual. Gentlemen. Uh, that's, that's a little bit blowy. Using the the thigh as a pillow. That's he's, blowish. He's, that's he's, blowish. He's got a never long dead. It's still beautiful. you never would allow somebody to take up. If, if here, think about this. Whoa. How rare is it in that day and age to get a permanent picture of yourself? Now imagine what it would take for that picture to be of your face within one foot of a man's cock. That was Why closer than that. They're just friends. How close? Let's go back. What, what estimate of how close is that head to that Okay, so, so imagine, let's say average penis size. Let's say he was hung, so it was like five inches back then. I'm saying, like, it's, I'm saying it's dangling below the legs. He's, those legs are too close together. They're probably they're probably pulled up top, right? We're, we're definitely within the six to four inch away from cock. You may range. be right. So why would that be your uh, only picture, unless that was like you were trying to advertise this? I'm sucking this dick. Uh, it's, it was a different kind of thing. If, if we actually would have read the article up above, it's more about the friend. Some of these guys are probably definitely sucking each other's dicks. No, but here's the thing. Friends. But here's the thing. That you're expressing get, their love for the friendship. You get one picture in your life of you. You can't you can't guarantee you're gonna get another picture. Pictures are probably expensive. It's a whole thing. You're going to be like, let me uh, nestle my head in your fucking crotch and we'll take that picture. How do you do that if, if you're, you're not like low-key trying to fucking and I, out of the closet? Uh, 100 years ago, we we're going like, you and I are bosom buddies. There, well, buddy. Let's go into the studio. Here's the other thing. Got a picture taken. Here's, here's, oh, aren't you a little sleepy? Put your head down here. Why are you so about the crotch? Also? Well, here's the other it's thing. How long does this picture take? I've seen that shit before where it's it like depends. fucking... Uh, they span all the different times of like having to sit still for 20 seconds to You like, might have got a sweaty ear taking that picture. There's two cowboys with their kerchiefs. They're definitely just friends. Yeah. That's more friend. That's weird. Oh, professor the and lap? the doctor. That might be ironic. Is that on the lap? Who's the proctologist? You tell me. Is he standing on one leg or is that... He's sitting that's on very... Uh, that's definitely some lapness. That's but... Sherlocky kind of... That looks like he's standing on one leg. There we go. Watsony. They're... Yep. They're holding hands, barefoot, uh, legs extended. That's a pentagram. They're just trying to make a pentagram. <laughs> that's, that's really well, look at the crazy eye on this guy on the bottom right. Folks, I'm sorry we're going over something <laughs> visual. This is Christ. pretty awful. Uh, these are great. Art of manliness.com forward slash articles forward slash bosom, bosom buddies. Yeah, who put this on the list? Male affection. Uh, those, these guys are just hanging out. That's fine. Two black eyes. They're just holding hands lightly. That's nothing big. Oh, see? Father and son. Maybe. Lots of lap sitting. The lap sitting is kind of weird. Well, that's like a rugby team. Pile. You know, and... So there's not a panoramic shot. There's a, you know you gotta like get close together to make space for some of these pictures too. Yeah, so but there's there some of them. They're all explain. over each other. Most of these are just like guys sort of arms around each other, like in in friendship. Like their idea of funny, because what's every dude's idea of funny is to act gay. I've been right? talking you know? about. Uh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> you know, I've been watching a lot of the. Watch a lot of the. Uh, <laughs> I watch a lot of Three Stooges, and there's there's several scenes in which the Three Stooges are all sleeping in the same bed, and people like walk in, and it's because it's like depression era, and they're poor, and they're all like stay. But I'm like that. That's the kind of shit they probably wouldn't try to do today, right? Just because it would give the. It, it is kind of weird when it's like all three of them like poke ooh, and the one like in the back like fucking gives out a little squeak when the, when the other one shuffles. It's There's a lot like, of bromance in those pictures. I say ninety-five percent of the physical contact in these has been re- has been done in the last couple of years in the cubicles that might work between Chapsworth and I. <laughs> At least it's about seventy thirty. 
A lot of the first ones, a lot of these ones in the war and stuff are just like, hey, I got my armor around your shoulder. A lot of the ones way earlier are more like, this is almost sexual, isn't it, Archimedes? Head in the crotch is a bit much. Like, I don't know how close your head has to get to another dude's dick. Yeah. Before you're like, this is kind of weird. I think it's all wonderful. Look at the friendship blossom. There is a picture of me in the yearbook. I think it was like our sophomore year, and I'm, I'm like hugging this dude. It's like one of the big pictures, like the half page ones. I'm like, that's. Do you yeah. have like a leg up, like a? That was when I had no hair. When I like when I was shaving my head, standing on one foot with the back leg just kicked up. No, just just all smiles, <coughs> arm in arm, forever. Just, just getting up in there. Just male friendship. The nice guys. Uh, hey, here's an old story. Let's see how old it is when it loads. My internet's so fast. October 31st. Oh, Halloween 2018. The men having penis fillers to boost their self-esteem. You guys ever heard of penis fillers? No, what is, what is a penis filler? Uh, you know, like vanilla, custard, chocolate, raspberry. Are we talking like a mechanical device or are we talking just like uh, oils? Let's find out together. Yeah, it's got to be oil like they do synthol. with the muscles. Yeah, like synthol is like oil. I'm Stuart, I'm 36, and I want a bigger penis. Demand for penis fillers is on the rise. The non-surgical procedure is a man's girth. How how tiny of a dick do you have to have before you're willing to put a needle in it? It's gotta be pretty drastic, or you have serious-ish self- uh, How many times must you have been laughed at? What if you were like a red vine, where you had the length, but you had zero girth? That's even almost worse. Like a kickstand. It's just a hazard. Like a cervix like a poking noodle. noodle. That sounds awful. Yeah. That is just a hazard. I mean, you're for sure nobody was going to want to do anything with that. Like, unless you like fucking do the. If you could you like know, fucking corkscrew it like a you duck, do, it might work. Do the mixer. Yeah. The mixer the bowl. Mixer bowl. Just get around the rim of the. You have a duck <laughs> at your work with a corkscrew <laughs> cock. Uh, I was just saying, if you had a long noodly cock, then it'd be like a duck's penis if it core screwed inside the woman. You said a duck's cock like at my work. It didn't say anything about my work, but I'm not sure. Oh, that might work. Oh, that might work. That might. That be might work saying. if because otherwise, if you have if you have a, a pencil dick that's like you know 18 inches long, hard and like just pencil thickness, that's just. That's nothing but a cervix piercer. That's just pain and no fun at all. Exactly. But you if get it coils too far up, back. Like, with that, and then you don't even get all that much pleasure because it's like, I mean, you're going to be... Well, if it's you like cyclone her. it in there and slinky it in and out like the pussy's a fucking stack of stairs, it's, it's going like, to be pretty like nice. your finger. It's like you, you're like, ah, I kind of have to angle for the G-spot. That's basically my only chance. Or <laughs> let's just say you were hung got like... a callus on the tip of my dick. On the other end, what if you were hung like a fucking shot glass? Hard. <laughs> rigid, right here. I would just just that a standard shot glass. That clit. short, that wide, right there. That's all you got. I would date well, a woman this, who orgasms... They're not talking about injecting stimulation. liquid to make your dick longer. They're talking about injecting liquid to give it girth. So we're talking liquid noodle Liquid into dick. the soft tissue under the skin of the chef. Let's see what else this says. Well, I think, like, obviously, if it makes you feel a bit bad... Um, you feel bad in yourself? Why not? Oh, yeah, it's great having a how numb dick. 3,500 pounds. <laughs> wow, how long will it last? Well, I think about a year, year and a half, maybe. It, uh, so he's getting a dick injection, and it lasts a year, year and a half. What's the pound? Like a buck What seven happens seven? afterwards? You just That's have, like, skin hanging grand. off your dick? Six Do you grand. end up with, like, a like a cock 
skin sweater hanging off your well, dick? skin is resilient and elastic. Then you better come back yeah, but in I'm, another year and a half. Yeah, but I'm fat or... guys that lose like a lot of weight fast, and they got these flaps think, of skin. I don't think it's that big of a stretch on the dick skin. I don't think Maybe you, you understand leave... human motivation. Because I think as soon as people start playing around with their dick size, they're going to fucking keep pressing that button until it's too big. It's like the, that movie Weird Science where they tr- they're trying to design tits. And it's like, nah, you can't... They, they learn quick. Like, they, you're, you're beyond what's humanly rational. Here, Dunbar needs to read this. Abdul Hassan. Oh, boy. Abdul Hassan, 27, is a returning customer for penis fillers. This time he is having the procedure as a surprise present for his girlfriend. He has been with her for eight years, but says it still plays on his mind whether he can please her sexually. He doesn't, if you don't Last know, time you, he you had don't. a filler she was yeah. 100% surprised, he tells the Victoria Derbyshire program. I thought, and more can't hurt. It makes me happy for some reason, he adds. Is this like alt-right propaganda? We'll just wait for the scabs to heal and then we can fuck. Happy Boxing Day. I just wasn't sure if I'm actually pleasing her when I fuck her. Okay, well. Yeah, well, you're useless. You're learning. Uh, you're, I think you know probably Cost already. $3,000 a time. It's designed to increase a man's flaccid girth. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a great name of a band. Only flaccid girth? One or two centimeters flaccid in circumference. Now, here's the thing. If he gets hard, it like all goes down into a sack. <laughs> oh, what a, what a bad dream. Just, a, oh. just like a... Speed bag balls. <laughs> Treatments like fillers, however, have yeah, little regulations. So there's a good chance you're going to dick infection. Just nice. rots and falls off like those people who get those creepy biceps with all these simple hall. It just co- you just get a nick and it just co- goes in like a straight stream across the room until it's all emptied. Oh. See a guy and be like, "Oh, I think you had an accident." He goes, "Oh shit!" And yeah, you, you know his bladder leaked. And it's like oil, so it ruins the carpet. Wait, no. It's got to be your bowl. They said the, de- the Department of Industry of Health or whatever the England one is is having to fix issues caused by these things. That's like, a, do you ever see the picture? That, there's a picture that went viral a while back that was of a uh, there, South Korea gets a lot of plastic surgery done, in particular like eye procedures to give a rounder eye. And the other one is they shave bone off of jaws to make like a slimmer jawline, and they. Uh, there's like a picture in one of these cosmetic surgery clinics, which are all very high scale and expensive, but it has in their lobby they have this plexiglass uh, clear column that is that they're slowly filling up with these little like two three inch pieces of human bone that they're carving off of people. And it's Ugh. just like building up, so like they've got like three feet of human jawbones in this fucking box or this thing in their. That's awesome. Front office. For everyone to see. Kind what did that say? The 2015 study by King's College London and the NHS looked at penis length and girth as more than of more than 15,000 men worldwide? Only 5% were longer than 6.3 inches, while just 0.14% had what is known as a micropenis. Oh my god. 0.14? Did they say? Defined as less than 3 inches when erect. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Ooh. As for girth, the average flaccid penis was 3.6 inches in circumference and 9 centimeters in circumference with 4.6 inches when erect. Wow, that's that's not a shower or a grower. That's just kind of like a, huh. 
Yeah, but under three, man, they gotta come to terms with some shit. Well, flaccid being three, that's cool, man. It's when it's, when it's like, hey, it's time to party. Yeah, no, fucking full on. How do you jerk off a th- like an under three inch dick? I mean, I you just know, sort of like squeeze it like hand? this. <laughs> just, sort of, just you just sort of pull, squeeze it. A kid's hand. <laughs> you just like hold, hold it with two fingers and then like rub the top like you're fucking. Scuffing up a pool cue. Like you're working on turntables. Like you're chalking a cue. Like you're chalking a cue. Ah, penis filler. It involves a wet rag. But a a penis filler is not going to help that. I mean, that's going to give you the world's ultimate dimensions on a chode ever. If you've got a micro penis and you add to the girth. Straight tuna can. What are you doing, man? You almost want to be as thin as possible to accentuate any length you may have. I'm 30 a month. We are using a short, sharp needle. You may feel a little bit of tension just because um, of the volume injected. Obviously, it's his choice. Um, chose to have It's his choice, but I didn't stop him. How much money does this guy have for this girl to be hanging out and talking about this on camera? My boyfriend's got to get this needle in his dick because he's too tiny to feel my gay back. He clearly works in finance. DIY versions of this shit. an increase in the number of individuals who want to either self-inject or using fillers. Just Elmer's glue in the tip of your dick. You just squeeze the ball real hard. Just right down the urethra. Vaseline. Vaseline, various oils and silicon. Silicon. They all cause a major tissue reaction. A lot of the time we end up having to remove the whole penile shaft skin and regraft it with skin from elsewhere in the body. My calf skin. Is that what this guy's doing? Oh no, he's getting the That's when my dick's Look at the smile on his penile face. Penile shaft skin from my back. Do you think this guy just. <laughs> do, you think, do you think this guy just. Look at look at this screenshot. Can you, this guy maybe just has a fetish. Can we be honest with he's ourselves? Smiling. He's smiling so big. He wants that needle in his dick so bad. What if a guy comes in and he's just got an anaconda cock? He's like, I need to add a whole bunch of girth to this thing. It's, it's like, so easy to shoot him up because he's always rock hard. It's so easy to find the sweet spot. I imagine you'd just be instantly blood everywhere. He loves it. Even if it's you a numbing agent, you a needle to the cock. Whoa, really? 12.5 to 15. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a girl who's got a thumbs up for that increase in centimeters. Okay. Yeah, and he's currently completely swollen from the fucking infla- the inflammation. So the four weeks. Yeah. We gotta wait four weeks to fuck. Well, that's odd. She's so she just wants to watch him in the shower. This pretty much is what it boils that, down to. And what's got that cross on her fucking neck? She's a good Christian. Jesus. <laughs> what does this guy do for a living? Guess what? Uh, he thinks chicks. He's well, he had he had. I'm gonna say industrial work, so some sort of manufacturing, because he did have earplugs. Yeah, here, let's go back. Or and he's like one of the characters in Snatch. Part of this video. Just doesn't do anything. Just a Sex, and I want a bigger penis. See, in the, when he says that, he's at his job. He's got earplugs in. He's got a zamboni behind him, or some kind of industrial machine. So he might be some kind of mechanic. He's wearing a a, a speed suit or coveralls. Let's be honest, man. He's he's the janitor. So get ready to come here. Let's talk about my tiny dick. <laughs> cool. Gather around, gather around, gather around, everybody. <laughs> my coworkers are sick of hearing about my cock. Do you not like needles? You really hate them in your dick. Good day. Well, that was penis fillers. I think this is one that Hand Tackle submitted long, long, long ago. Let's find out together. Maybe not. 
man. Hand in hand into sexual sensation. What is this? Who submitted this? What is that this? That might be me. Well, take it away. Myhandicap.com. Hand in hand into sexual sensation. Since the beginning of this millennium, people with disabilities are able to use the services of professionally trained sexual assistants. Is this an important step forward to self-determination of disabled people? Oh, is this the prostitutes for disabled people? No, this is a, an actual nurse that pops the dick into the of the disabled dude into the disabled girl. Luckily, they like help they help them oh. get you know like paraplegics. So you have two tardos who want to make a baby. <laughs> no, you have a, an amputee hand victim. Release. We're talking and hand a release. spina bifida. This is the callback. You're talking. No, this isn't. You're hand. probably talking about what is essentially a sterile glory hole. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, let me take this and I'll put it in there. And now you're done. Okay, well, let's, let's put you back in here. Put your diaper back on. I like that we get the. I like we get that on this website, we get the treat of a nice, slightly hairy man's ass. It's awful nice that this uh, article that gives itself a lot of uh, credibility towards this subject matter, which is very sensitive, by, you know, giving us a full on ass pick. I love, love it, dude. It's just a man's ass laying on his side. He's got a really hard nipple. Is that a, is that a hemorrhoid? That is a fair faucet. So nipple. we need to read more. Is this them jerking them off, or is this like actual assistance helping them? Can my disabled child have sex? These are the important questions. Self-determined life, however, also includes sexual self-determination. So Jurgen, oh, imagine this is Scandinavia, or was German. afraid of his own courage that they had longer conversation because of Catherine. This is not entertaining at all. Very exciting meeting, Katharina. Katarina. Jurgen okay. still remembers her very well. We She's been like offering sexual assistance We're going to give this to years. Dunbar right here. This looks like a decent paragraph. Uh, Dunbar. Yeah, this is somebody's grandma. Everyone, someone's grandma. My grandma jerks off. Katharina Koenig has been a trained sexual assistant for about four years now. On her website, she offers subtly touch massage meeting. What may seem a little esoteric is virtually the only way to experience sensual and sexual needs for many of her customers. Here, here. All that missing chance for action so far, as the 50-year-old sexual assistant says. Man, I was way off. I was thinking it was uh, them helping each other, you know. <laughs> oh, you thought they were like was like some kind of like Tinder thing that was organized no, no, no. to put Tardo? No, it was, uh, it was a consenting Tardo and a consenting amputee victim. Oh, not so like somebody who's just not being able to get it in the gym. <laughs> so like, like you're you pairing know. up people that are just aesthetically unfuckable no, 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 no. with people that are like really morally no, no. unfuckable. No, not at all. They're already together. They just can't have sex. So the sexual assistant. Why? Because society, man. No, because of fucking physical deformations <laughs> okay, and logistics. Yeah, just you, mechanics. <laughs> yeah. So the nurse comes in, pops the dick in, and leaves. Oh, you're talking about thing. somebody like guide a cock. Yeah, like help them out. The help mating them, of two pairs. Help them mate. Imagine you can make like a jig or something that might make that possible without a third party. Yeah, some sort of an engine hoist, <laughs> right? <laughs> some sort of strapped in jig. This is really upset. I don't know what to make with about this. this article. Is like, that this is, is awful. Like that whole conversation. The more I read, the more confused I get about it's what like the, the hell she's offering. The Chuck she's Norris offering. total gym. <laughs> Where you told your own body weight is the thrusting, so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. It's all leverage to, re, to like reload. You can, but you need someone. Thrust. You need someone to set them up. That's that's yeah. pretty much what it is. Yeah. We got, a, we got a bunch of pulleys. It makes it nice and easy for them to guide themselves in, <laughs> slow as they want. 
Yeah, they talked about this on Ricky Gervais' podcast about an actual person that helps them fuck. I would prefer to invent a chair. I guess it's maybe a, something steam powered. There's a big need for it because there's a lot of retarded people. In the world. You know, I'm really it's liking a lot of undiagnosed because you know how uh, tranny it used to be like just a whatever word, and now it's completely offensive. But trans are we taking is acceptable? Are we taking back Tardo? It still has. You know, the shares a lot of the same structure. The Tranny is and... bad. Trans is okay. Retarded, bad. Tardo, acceptable. Yeah, it know, sounds it's almost like a like cartoon a, character. Exactly. It, it sounds. Yeah. It's almost like a. It's got a pop culture. I got a Tardo like brother. A he fell down the, the stairs. People. Tardo. Good stuff. I, I'll tell you what. It undoes all of that menacing nature that the early '80s slasher movies put into the retards. Oh shit. Because back then, I mean, that's when they taught you, by the way, they, they could just tear your arm off, go crazy, start stabbing everybody. Every, all the old slashers were Oh, yeah, you know, the, that one cop one, mutant cop. Well, no, I'm talking Jason, retard. Well, yeah, of course. Fucking uh, Michael face. Myers, Leather retard. Leather Tardo, face, retard. Tardo, come on, don't be offensive. Tardo. You're going to hurt somebody's still, feelings. Tardo. Tardo trio. I, I love Maniac Cop. God damn it, I thought we were like, like, like 40, Bruce 50 Campbell, minutes right? in. We're at an hour, we're over an hour, guys. We're well over an hour. It's got to stop. It's a lot of anecdotes. end this madness. It's a lot of anecdotes. Tell the fans how you feel about them. I, well, I think they're all big buckets of shit. Do they provide any worth to you whatsoever? No. No, none of them. I want them all to like shit in a bucket of shit, then drown themselves in it. Go I'm, suck a dick. I'm upset about the lack of integration with the toilet launcher. Yeah, we no, promised. I'm sorry. I should do everything. My, uh, my mother bought us all a jar of pickled beet um, hard-boiled eggs. We still have the can of herring and the can of uh, <laughs> boiled, pic- boiled peanuts. You would never do that, would you? I wouldn't be present for a picture. Boiled peanuts? <laughs> boiled peanuts is somewhere. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Email us at thebastardsmasterbastard.com. Uh, Facebook. Ranting, how's the Facebook going good? Two good. tits. Uh, yeah, not, it, you said good job. I I don't know what I was doing. Uh, because we had zero interaction with people, and then we suddenly had an interaction, you went up 14,000% <laughs> of uh, interaction. So but I think it's like, it, you talked to like 14 people. You can't have so, a true multiple of zero, though. Let's be honest. That's strange. Oh, yeah, and uh, leave us a review on any kind of uh, podcast, whatever site, and we'll send you a sticker in the mail. Um, Don't die in a car wreck, because I'm all that wouldn't matter. Fiery. Okay, bye.